So, you want to wander these lands, huh? Climb the Skyreach range where Earth meets Sky. Charter the horrible depths of the twisted woods. Gnarled trees looming solemnly over you. Beware, though. For within these shadows, stories and myths lurk. Fabled Bovnas waiting for you to make one wrong step. People that wield primal arcane forces, the forces of creation, destruction, order and chaos waiting at their fingertips. Are you perhaps one of them? Because you'll need all the help you can get. It's a dangerous and strange world we live in after all. Still wanna go? I like your spirit, my friend. You'll need a guide. What are we waiting for? Let's go! Hello everybody, my name is Mark Evergaars and I'm the creator and dungeon master of the Eugon the Grand Cross of Four project. For years, me and my friends have played in this world of Eugon, where magic has gone haywire, where wild beasts roam the land and where different kinds of magic have been invented. If you want to know more, please visit our Kickstarter, because we really want to bring this setting to you as well. See what kind of pledge suits you best. Feel free to spread the love and the message around. I hope to see you all on the other side. Goodbye, everybody. Greetings, Weary Wanderer, and welcome back to Lonely TTRPG, the solo actual play and review podcast. This week, we are playing Conspiromancy by Bioluminescence. Conspiromancy is a single-player journaling RPG where you are guided via prompts and the book you have chosen as your inspiration to write a series of journal entries forming the story of a character embroiled in fighting a secret conspiracy. As you progress through your story, the chosen accompanying book, you'll encounter people, places, objects, and secrets related to the battle against the enemy. But the enemy will become more challenging to escape as hazards are revealed, and every turn of the page becomes more dangerous. By the time you've turned to the final page, you'll have documented a conspiracy, your character's efforts to battle the enemy, uncovered secrets, and know whether they've won this battle in the war, or if they must hand this task on to another seeker of truth. So requirements for this game, you're going to need a book with page numbers, something to write your journal in and something to write with and the general gameplay loop on this is you're going to turn to the page as indicated you're going to check for hazards and if you get a hazard trigger you will do what you need to do in order to accomplish that if you end up at the end of the book your story ends otherwise you continue to see what the story asks you to do and then write your journal entries as needed. So the way the rest of the game book is laid out is your instructions on how to do that. Now to start off, we are going to do our introduction where we will generate a location where we begin, a person to be the enemy, a secret the enemy is trying to suppress, an object that the enemy and I are in conflict over, and our first hazard that we need to be aware of. So in order to generate a place, first we need to turn to the page of our journal jump number. 
Now our journal jump number is just the standard number of pages we are going to be jumping every time we complete a step. For books that are 350 pages or less, that is going to be seven pages. For books that are over 350, that is going to be nine pages. And the book that I have chosen for us is going to be Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry. Now, if you haven't read it, you really should. This is a very, very cute, very cozy little book about a former adventurer who wants to start her own coffee shop. So, lovely little book, highly entertaining, very easy read. Definitely go check it out, especially if you have like Kindle Unlimited, it's included in that. But in order to generate our first place, what we're gonna do is we're going to jump to page seven and then pick a random word from the page. And if it's shorter than four letters, we're gonna pick again. So just randomly picking a word, knights. All right, so to start off, we are going to write down knights. And then we're supposed to count the number of letters, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, and skip forward that many words to get a new one. And we're going to do this until we have six words. So moving six letters from knights, we get now. Then another three words going, another five words in, two words. City. And for our last one, we are skipping four words, three. All right. And so this is going to give us the general feeling of our first location. So you're allowed to rearrange the words and to interpret it as you want. So we're actually just going to pretty much stay with it, but we are going to change ends on. So our location is going to be now going on three nights in the city. So we're new to the city and we don't really know our way around. We're going to assume that. And it seems to be a lot of night. Perfect for that whole noir feel. All right, now we're going to move forward another seven pages and generate our enemy. So we need to find the first piece of written speech on the page. And if there is none, then you just keep going until you find a piece of speech. And you're going to write the first three words, skip two pages, write the next three words, and do that until we have nine words. All right. So on this, our first three words are well and some theirs. Skipping forward two pages. So I didn't is our next three. And then another two pages, no dialogue, no dialogue. Skipping a lot of pages to find some dialogue. Oh no, <laughs> it's nice work. There we go, we finally found some. All right, so how to interpret this? Uh, obviously, it's going to be Ansem. All right, so yeah, we're going to go Ansem and we're going to say it's nice work. But I did it. Well, I didn't. So we're going to say Ansem is kind of the Edison type who likes to take credit for others. Or actually, no, he's not even taking credit because Ansem is admitting that they didn't do it. But I'm going to say Ansem is a gatherer of 
Uh, we're going to say Ansem is a gatherer of fine things. Businessman. All right, next up we have our secret. So once again, we are going to jump forward seven pages. Currently on page 21, so that's going to take us to page 28. And for our secret, we're going to take the last three words of the first sentence on the page. And the last three words of the last sentence. And that is going to generate our secret. So our first three words are a moon-faced man. And our last three words are the interlocking patterns. All right. So we're going to say that our secret has something to do with the, the interlocking patterns created by the moon-faced man. All right. Next up, we have the object, which is the artifact or valuable that is pivotal to our conflict. So the secret is something that the enemy is trying to suppress and the object is what we both want. So again, we need to skip forward seven pages and we're going to find the first common noun and the last common noun on the page. And this is where I fail at English. All right. So it looks like city is our first common noun and our last common noun be new arrivals. All right, so we're going to say that the object is actually new arrivals to the city, which is interesting because that also includes us. So finally, we need to choose our hazard, which is how the enemy is going to be in pursuit of us. And there are basically four prompts. So we're just going to roll a 1d4 and see what we get. We got three. So prompt number three is a place you can't escape. So we're going to generate a place and write it down. We find ourselves returning here repeatedly and it is a dangerous. All right. So skipping forward seven more pages. Need to generate another place. Which again is choosing a random word and doing the county county number thing. All right. So hundred seven letters away and lungs from and last word roof all right hundreds away and lungs from roof so we're going to say that our hazard is we're going to say that our hazard is going our, our place that we can't escape going to be some is going to be a we're going to say it's the roof of our apartment where we can't breathe. Well, all right. And then last note on that on hazards is all hazards have a trigger and then an action. So the trigger for this is if the first letter on a page or correction, we do have a value that we need to establish. So the value is going to be write down the first letter of the first, second and third word on the page. And the trigger is if the first letter on the page that we land on is the same as one of those values, we've returned to that place. All right. So TBA, TBA, our value is going to be TBA. That is, that is concerning as those are, well, at least A is a relatively common letter and so is T. All right. So we're going to move this stuff off to the side, move our notes on up. All right, 
So from now on, from now on, we're going to use an included table to determine what we will encounter and have to face on our journey using the last digit of the page number you find yourself on. After each journal entry is written, move forward the number of pages determined by the jump number, again, seven in our case, and check that page first for hazard triggers. Then if the page ends with a one or five, we generate a place, two or six, we generate a person, three or seven, we generate a secret, four or eight, we generate an object, Nine is revisiting a previous entry, and zero is generating a new hazard. Now, for revisiting a previous entry, it says to count back nine journal entries. Your character re-encounters or otherwise revisits that place, person, secret, or object from earlier in their adventure. If you've not written nine journals yet, pick one that you would like to revisit. And then again, if we get a zero, we get a new hazard, so then we have two hazards that we have to worry about. All right, so diving on into our gameplay. It's been three days since I've arrived in the city. I was spurred to come here from a note that my uncle sent me. For your eyes only. If you're reading this, I failed in my fight for the truth. In my mission to uncover the secret, I must leave the battle to you now. There is a book in your possession that you've always suspected held deep knowledge. And you were right. That book will be your guide on the journey ahead. Consult it to find the hidden wisdom within. But beware, the enemy is all around and seeks to suppress the secret. And they will stop at nothing. They are searching for you, and I can no longer keep you safe. Good luck. And this note that my uncle sent was concerning. I wasn't sure what he meant, but shortly, shortly after getting off the train here, we were all surrounded by these video ads from a Mr. Ansem welcoming new people into the city and urging newcomers to go to the visitor center and receive our like receive the keys to our housing and like this seemed this seemed odd like I've never I've never been to a place where they just gave housing away but like I was given the keys to a small apartment and that was, that was quite interesting. What was even more interesting, like what stuck out though, was the fact that the fact that none of the other people that I went to the visitor center with are in the apartments next to me. I don't see many neighbors in this place. It feels like a new complex, but like a lot of the people didn't even end up in this complex, let alone near like near my apartment it it just seems like a it just seems like a weird system to do that to just put people in random random apartments maybe this has something to do with my uncle's warnings all right so skipping forward seven pages and that ends in a nine which means that we're supposed to revisit a place so we're going to go back to the, we're going to go back to the visitor center since like, really, I only have, I just started. I only have two spots to go. So I go back to the visitor center and I ask it, it, it seems, it seems odd. It seems like horribly inefficient that 
everybody would just be given random housing assignments. And I was just wondering if there was a reason. And they, they gave some answer, something about, you know, something about that's just the policy or something like that. It, it wasn't, it wasn't horribly convincing, but I wasn't exactly in a position to argue. Go forward another seven pages. Eight is going to be generating a new object. So first noun, first noun, notes, and last noun, ring. Oh, and I forgot to check this for a hazard. Haha. Uh, so we don't even have to generate a, we don't even have to generate a object because, oh, we encounter our hazard. All right, so we need to go forward a number of pages equal to the alphabet position of the earliest letter value. All right, so we go forward one page and check to see if it is a non-hazard page. Yes, it is a non-hazard page. So then we would, so then we would, so we would escape the hazard and then generate the, generate the thing there. So, but this page ends in a nine. So it would be a revisit as I, you know, as I go back to my apartment and as I spend time in my apartment, this is, this is the highest I've ever lived. And looking out my window and seeing nothing but open sky, just not, not seeing the ground anywhere near me. It's, it's, it's too much. And I can't, I, I can't, I can't breathe. And so I have to, I have to go back to the visitor center and beg them for a new place, but I am unfortunately, I am unfortunately dismissed. They say that I got the assignment that I was going to get and I'm just, I don't know, I don't know what to do. Just, I, I, I'm just going to have to try and stay away from the windows. All right. Moving on to our next entry. Plus seven is going to be eight. No hazards. So we are going to generate an object, which will be first and last noun. So first noun, first noun is going to be ley lines. And last noun is going to be line. So as I, as I try to understand something, anything, I can feel the, I can feel the weird energy in this place. And that might explain some of the issues I have with my apartment. I've, I've always been sensitive to the natural energies. So I went and I went and did a little research and it seems that this place has a strong connection to a strong connection to ley lines and my building seems to be on that, but like not quite. It's it's weird because because the feelings make sense for leyline and leyline activity, but the placement is just off. So I'm not entire like I'm not entirely sure what the what the deal is what the deal might be it 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 might be nothing but like the the vibes are just off here 
Moving on to our next location. So five is going to be a place. All right, first word, truly. I and rind. The last word, she. All right, truly my and grind the she. So we're going to say that this place, we're going to say that we met a woman who grinned at me. She, where, where, where would we meet? Where would we meet them? You know, probably at a, probably at a local diner. Cause I mean, it's one of those I need to eat, right? You know, so I, I went to this, I went to this diner to grab some food. And while I was waiting, the, like the waitress and I just had a lovely conversation. And I know that, I know that she was just being pleasant because it was her job, but there was just, there was just something about the way she grinned at me that just seemed very authentic. That seemed more than just the politeness expected from someone in the service industry. And I mean, of course, of course I didn't do, like, I didn't act on it because it's never, never hit on anybody on the clock. That's just, that's just awkward for everybody. But, you know, maybe for the, maybe for the first time in, maybe for the first time since arriving in the city, I actually feel like I might, I might be making a friend. All right. And then last one, the last thing that we'll do tonight, skipping ahead another seven pages. So 75 plus is 82. And that starts with an S, so no hazard. And it is a two, so we're going to be generating a person. All right. Should just get, skip ahead two pages. You stop in. So I think, I think that this is going to be our, I think that this is going to be our moon faced man because, because I, I'm still have like, I still can't get comfortable in my apartment. The anxiety of the height is just getting way too much for me. And like, finally, I was like, Finally, I was turned away from the visitor center. They told me if I had an issue, I needed to bring it up to the housing administration. So I went down to city hall to speak with housing and I was getting a runaround and I was getting the runaround. And like, finally, finally, I just, I just found the director's office and Kind of made my own appointment. I, I I just I just walked in, and behind this desk was a was a pale man with a very a very round face, and it reminded me of the moon. And I went to like before I could even walk up to even introduce myself. Like he, he looked up and he was like, what are you doing? You shouldn't even be here. You know, it's, it's time for you to get out. But as I was like, as I was being ushered out of the office before I could even bring up my concerns, I did, 
I did see the map of the city, which, you know, would make sense for the housing director to have. And, you know, it had several pins on it that, you know, one of which was my apartment. And these pins had yarn running through them, forming this really interesting pattern that was very reminiscent of very reminiscent of the ley lines that the ley line diagram that I saw. It wasn't quite it. It was just, it was just off, but like the similarity was uncanny, but like before I could really like look at it or check it or do too much study to it, I was, I was quickly ushered out and that is where we're going to call it. So that is Conspiromancy, and I, I really like this. I really like that is a very, a very unique system. Of course, I really enjoy getting random prompts and trying to use those random prompts in order to figure out how to tie it together and how to link it all in. The, the biggest weakness, I think, is, is the secret. Because on the one hand, on the one hand, you want to not know the secret, especially as a solo player. You want to not know the secret. You want some way to discover that. But on the other hand, like the premise of this is you're, you're trying to uncover this truth. And if you know the secret, it really ends up guiding a lot of your guiding a lot of your movements not necessarily trying to uncover the secret but trying to prove the secret so it's it's one of, like i don't i don't hate having it but calling it the secret just feels off you know calling like like just simply renaming it the conspiracy. So it, so it already is a known thing to you. And now what you're trying to do is prove it. I think might make that feel a little bit better. The other piece that was a little sad was like, you're generating these people and places and prompts, but like, there's really no, there's really no mechanism for, there's really no mechanism for determining unsure outcomes. You know, like along the lines of, hey, do I see something like this? Or, you know, there's, there's no, there was no oracle for answering questions, which, you know, this is very narrative focused. And I think that, I think that part of it is if you, like, again, if you play secret more as conspiracy, then that mechanism doesn't need to be there. Because you are going to be biased by your attempt to prove this conspiracy. So everywhere you go, if it is a plot relevant thing, or if you make it a plot relevant piece, is going to confirm your conspiracy in some way. You know, maybe maybe some type of mechanism for making the scene a positive, negative, or neutral. You know, so like you roll or you generate a new place but this place is negative to your conspiracy or positive to you know something like that 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 might be that might be something to help out but 
as is, it's a, as is, you know, again, I just have to, I just have to assume that everywhere I go is working out for what I want, you know, and then my final gripe is the standard jump because like once you generate everything and you start, like I can do math. I can do math. So I can pretty much figure, like, I pretty much know the order that I'm going to be doing things. You know, I'm going to generate this and then I'm going to generate this and then I'm going to generate this because I know what seven plus my current page number is. Uh, the only, the only thing that really changes that any is if you run into a hazard, which surprisingly I only ran into one. A lot of legends and latte starts with like character names. So I kind of lucked out on that, but at the same time, you know, I think, I think maybe rolling a, like rolling a dice or like some other, some other mechanism of some other mechanism of moving forward, you know, and that can be like, that can be tied with whatever it is you're generating. Cause you know, it could be like move forward number of pages equal to the last word you generated or something like that. Like it, it's not hard to homebrew, but you know, like, again, like I said, the standard, the standard jump seven or jump nine, like I get it. It ensures that it ensures that the story ends at around the same spot for everybody every time, which is good game design. Don't get me wrong. That is, that's, that's, that's great game design. They, they put a lot of thought into how many turns they think they wanted the game to last. And I'm willing to bet that's how that number was generated. But as a, as a player, it makes it fall kind of flat. But despite all of that, despite all of that, like this is still, this is still just like a really fun way of really fun way of generating this stuff. And maybe I like it more as a tool for, generating the like generating the random things but i really i really did enjoy i really enjoyed the initial setup to this the generating our enemy generating our conspiracy generating all of this like i really enjoyed all of that and then the like and then tying in the random generations after that into all like like i enjoy that type of stuff this is definitely this is definitely something I would see myself more like just sitting down and doing for myself. This This is a hard one to do kind of public. Not going to lie. But this this is just kind of like right up my this this is niche and it is my niche. I I I just I just love that piece. You know, and I love get like I love the solo games that look for those interesting mechanics to generate the play such as using a book i've only encountered like we've only had one other game on this podcast so far that also used a book to help generate that stuff and that was grimoire so go check that out if you haven't but yeah fun time very interesting uh, i would be somewhat interested to see how different gameplay ends up with different books and genres I almost feel like it wouldn't just because of the random generate, like just because of the, how this stuff is generated, but you know, still might be fun. And that might be an additional challenge for you to put on yourself 
to conform your story to the genre of the book that you chose. But again, great, great little game. Really enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed this review of it, make sure you go check it out on itch at bioluminescence.itch.io slash conspiramancy. I don't know how much the game is. Unfortunately, I can't give you that because my itch screen is not telling me. But yeah, go check it out. If you pick it up, if it is free, make sure that you take the option to throw a couple bucks at the creator because after all, creators deserve at least a little bit of income. And make sure you let them know that Steel Stash sent you. And remember, I must ask y'all to stay awesome. You've been listening to Lonely TTRPG, the solo TTRPG live play and review. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. You can also reach us at Twitter at BDDC underscore pod or at Black Dragon Dungeon Company at gmail.com. If you really like us, you can consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Black Dragon Dungeon Company. Thank you so much.